0: Hey guys, this is Britton from Emerald Pacific, and talking to you guys a little bit about marketing and action sports, which is kind of an interesting change of pace compared to other um, podcasts that I tend to talk about. And the reason why I want to talk about action sports one, it's something that I used to be heavily involved with, with like Emerald Pacific Outfitters, and with my racing, being in like go karts and mini sprints and all that good stuff. So something that at some point I kind of wanted to touch on and see what you guys thought and what your um, ideas are around action sports and marketing. So to start off, there is a ton of insanity in action sports. It's primarily a bunch of men and women that are performing these incredible, like crazy tricks, whether it's like skateboarding, snowboarding, motocross, all that good stuff. And it's basically stuff that we would never want to attempt. It's stuff that we would never dream of doing. And we would prefer to just go and watch it instead. So it's this kind of insanity that provides companies that are in action sports, powerful ways to build their brand and engage with their audience. There's a lot of weird and crazy things to pull from in action sports. So it's highly profitable for a lot of companies. And I would say that um, I would go as far as to say that there's quite a lot of different things that we can learn about in regards to marketing for any company that we can learn from the action sports industry. So there's three specific things that I would love to touch base on in regards to marketing and how the action sports industry can provide a little bit of insight and a little bit of knowledge as far as how we can improve in our marketing. And the first thing I would love to talk about is how effective action sports are with building a brand. And what I mean by this is action sports are notorious for having personalities, that there's a lot of individuals in the action sports industry that tend to have bigger-than-life personalities, and usually the companies follow suit with that, that it seems like they're always raising the bar, they're always doing something new and crazy, and it's something that is... Kind of thinking outside of the box, but something that's uniquely action sports. And this is the kind of stuff that's interesting to observe from a regular company's standpoint. So when you think of brands like Monster and Red Bull, you usually associate brands like that as energetic, as lively... And most of the time, they're able to associate with those type of traits because they're sponsoring people. And usually these kind of people are like Nigel Houston, Ryan Sheckler, Danny Way. I'm just spitting out a bunch of skateboarders. That's kind of what I grew in in regards to like action sports. But a lot of these individuals have bigger than life personalities And it's usually these personalities that people look at them, they observe them, see what they're all about, and then they associate that those traits are quite parallel with the companies that either sponsor them or give them some kind of endorsement. And these are all by design. These companies are choosing these individuals for a very specific reason. And the reason is that personality factor where they want people to associate a type of trait between an individual and a brand. And if we kind of look at how we can attribute this to like a company per se, there are certain individuals like in the community that you could partner with or have certain groups that you can partner with that can associate certain traits with that group to your company. So, for example, um, if you're like a small retailer, like small, small business, it might be beneficial to partner with like the local football team, um, maybe like the Girl Scouts of America or Boy Scouts or anything like that, and trying to associate your company with a certain group that have favorable traits that you want associated to your brand. So, very small thinking. You know, it's nothing on the level of, say, like a Red Bull or a Monster, but the idea is there. And it isn't any different from, like, brands like Nike or Under Armour that sponsor athletes all the time in football, baseball, basketball, whatever you name it. Basically, long story short, There are certain ways that you can interact with your community and engage with your community and get associated with different people or different organizations that hopefully they have favorable traits that can get associated from the organization to hopefully whatever your marketing message is or the kind of brand that you want to cultivate. So going on to the second point, is we can learn a lot about how action sports adapts to change. And what this means is it seems like there's always something new and something crazy that's happening in action sports. Not long ago, we had Tony Hawk, you know, legendary skateboarder, landing his first 900 at the X Games. And this was, like, back, like, way, I think, like, before 2000. I want to say it was, like, 99 or 2000 or something. So a little ways back. But now you have people that are landing 1080s, You have a bunch of crazy people that are in freestyle motocross that are pulling off tricks that are insane. And it's something that I didn't even know was possible to do in freestyle motocross. But what we can learn from this is there's always something changing. There's always something different that is happening in action sports. And this is the same thing for your company and whatever service or product you provide. How I say it or how I see it is, a company that's complacent or they just kind of stand still and work with everything that they have been for their, you know a majority of their time are usually the companies that are not gonna last that long. The most important thing that you need to do as a company or a brand is look for the next big thing and making sure that you're jumping on board with that next big thing before it's too late. And sometimes this might mean creating a whole new product category or maybe including a service with a product or doing something that is different compared to anyone else in your space. And I know that this can be a pretty risky investment for a lot of people that sometimes it's difficult to invest into something or even get the buy in from people to invest into a new idea or a new initiative that hasn't really been proven yet. But how effective can he be and how profitable can he be if you're able to make that investment and be able to make that risk and hopefully seeing some kind of dividend from it and being the first one to a certain product category or to a certain service. You never know what's possible until you try it out. And... The backup kind of that claim with like um, companies that do the same thing over and over again and kind of continue with their same business model, it's usually advisors or someone who's been in business for a long time that'll advise a company, whether it's you or someone else, that they need to stay on their current course because it's already profitable and it's easy to prove how a company can continue to be profitable given the process has already been tried. And you already know it's proven to be true and effective. But I would argue that being conservative about your viewpoint or your business model can be very damaging to your company and to your bottom line in the long run. The market is always changing. There's always gonna be a shift in consumer behavior. There's always gonna be something different around the corner. And it's something that you need to make sure that you're on top of. And this is prevalent, especially in action sports. So this is something I would definitely say is important to take away from marketing and action sports. And the third and last point is, it seems like action sports is quite effective in maintaining engagement with their audience. That there's a lot of individuals that participated in those sports. There's a lot of people that watch those sports. And they're very passionate about the people they follow, about the companies that are part of that space, Um, in a way, almost kind of supporting those companies and buying their products because they're in that space and they support or sponsor their favorite athlete. And it seems like there's always something going on that allows people in action sports to kind of build stories and you know, develop articles and be able to get their audience engaged with what's going on in that space. And this is something that businesses can learn quite a lot about and specifically learn how to either gather content or create some kind of content to get their audience engaged or get um, viewers attracted to maybe like the story you're putting together. Anyways, the main problem that I'm trying to identify here is that a lot of companies don't necessarily do the diligence to create like content and find ways to attract their viewers whether it's easy to find or it can be pretty difficult to find and even if you find that bit of content to provide to your audience or provide to your um, key demographic or whoever you're trying to reach is making sure that you maintain a consistent schedule so first, kind of talking about you know the content side of things, the volume where you might be able to find content to display, whether on your website or on your social media, can be a bit difficult to come across. That it's not really the easiest thing in the world to go out there, find content, be like, cool, this is it, throw it up. In most cases, it's necessary to make sure you're reading through the content actually seeing you know is the point they're trying to make actually consistent with what i'm trying to say so sometimes that content can be very difficult to come across and an easy solution for that is instead of looking for the content spending your time or wasting your time trying to find any of that content why don't you just put your own stuff together Sometimes that can be a lot more engaging to put your own content together because you're supposed to be the expert. You're supposed to be that industry person. You're supposed to be the know-how on your product or your service. So it may be beneficial maybe to put together a blog or put together a podcast. That's definitely what I've done is put together a blog, put together a podcast to try to engage with people that I normally talk to, whether they're other professionals or businesses needing a little bit of help. So I'll just throw out, like, a couple examples of how, like, different types of businesses can, like, use blogs or podcasts or ways to create content. So if you look at, like, a local restaurant, for example, and maybe they're having a hard time engaging with their customers, what can you really do with a restaurant to get people to engage with you on social media? Maybe if you have, like, a head chef or you have a couple cooks that are in the kitchen, It might be kind of cool to put together like a video series where maybe you're providing cooking tips or um, any kind of instruction on how to put together a certain meal. That would be pretty cool. I know that one Facebook page I can think of off the top of my head is like Tasty, puts together a lot of tips and tricks and puts together a lot of recipes that people can follow and can pick up and make their own stuff. And you may say, that sounds counterintuitive. Why would you teach people how to cook in the podcast if you're a restaurant? And then, valid point, but that's not what I'm trying to get at. What I'm trying to get at is you want to engage with your audience to make sure that they keep you at the top of their minds. So if they're always using you for some kind of cooking tip or using you as a way of gathering information, the more likely they're going to remember your company or your brand and want to do business with you in the future. So different example, let's say, I don't know, something a little more serious. I'll take like a lawyer, for example, and maybe there's like a specific genre of law that you practice. So this could be like copywriting, this could be maybe filing trademarks, maybe it's a certain type of lawsuit. If someone has like a bodily injury, or you know, whatever you got, you know, the point, they can maybe put together a blog that addresses some of the pain points that their clients run into maybe some of the problems that they see in legal system. There's a lot of things that people can learn about the legal system that would help them tremendously. If, They have to do something like jury duty, for example, or maybe they're in the crosshairs of some kind of legality and maybe they need a little bit of advice. It is critical to make sure we can empower people with the information to make an educated decision. And maybe they'll use your law office because they're looking at, you know, how do I help my case? How can I defend myself? They come across your blog, they read your information, and maybe instead of trying to defend themselves, they'll actually use your service because they trust your information. So there are a lot of different ways and creative ways, as a matter of fact, to engage your audience and develop content if you can't find content. But being able to develop content to get them engaged and get them continuing to use your service, whether they're getting information from you. Or they're going to use your service because they trust your information and what you have to provide. And those are the three main things about marketing and action sports that we can learn quite a lot about. And I know that um, some people it might be difficult to follow kind of what I was talking about between um, like action sports to how it applies to your business. So there is going to be a blog post that accompanies, blah, accompanies this podcast. So go to impactdesign.com. If there's a couple points that you're trying to follow on and be like, oh, you know, what was Britain really talking about? (laughs) You know, go to impactdesign.com, read the blog post, comment about what you think about it. And I would love to hear some of your guys' opinions about what you might have learned from how action sports markets themselves or maybe ways that we could repurpose what action sports has taught us into your line of work. So either go to the blog post and comment. I know that there's like a little comment system there that you can do that with. Or you can email me. So you can email me at britain at impactdesign.com. Or you can always send a Twitter message to Emerald Pacific on my Twitter. I am always looking to engage with people and get their opinion and see what they think. And other than that, if you enjoyed this podcast, and if you end up reading the blog post and enjoyed the blog post, make sure you subscribe either to the podcast or um, to the blog post. I know I have a sign-up sheet on all my blog posts for any kind of email updates you might want. If you want to follow along, make sure that you get into those email updates, sign up, let me know that you would love to hear a little bit more about what I have to say. Other than that, I always invite people to let me know what kind of topics you want me to talk about. So send those requests as well. And otherwise, I hope you guys enjoyed this podcast, and I look forward to talking with you all again soon.